What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And uh, it's Tuesday, April 14th, about nine o'clock. I wanted to just hop on and record a free agency review podcast. I've been hesitant to do a podcast for a while. I think it's the first one of 2020. Um, so I just kind of wanted all the dominoes to fall for free agency. We got the draft starting next week on Thursday. And uh, now we can kind of take a look at uh, what the, each team kind of did in the, the free agency period and maybe kind of set the table for what's going to be happening uh, in the draft next week. Um, picture's a little bit more clear now that we know what teams have addressed as their needs. Um, so we're going to just hop right into it. We got the screen share going. Um, if you go to thefantasyfellowship.com, uh, change things up a little bit. Um, if you go to the homepage, uh, there's like a table of contents here that I got working on um, that I'm going to be trying to stick to for the rest of the season. Uh, but we got this 2020 free agency review. You click on that and it's going to take you to a page with all the, the major offensive pieces that were added by each team. I added offensive linemen because to me that's kind of an important, important uh, part of the game, whether running the game or running the ball or passing. Offensive line's a big deal there. So if you click on the link here, it'll take you to the NFL.com, like official free agency tracker with money and a little bit of text. Um, so go ahead and check that out if you want to see all the defensive and just other secondary uh, ads there. But we're going to start with Arizona Cardinals. We see Kenyon Drake was transition tagged. Larry Fitzgerald re-signed with a one-year $11 million deal. And then the big move was DeAndre Hopkins in the trade from Houston. Uh, offensive lineman here. We really like the the new home for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he's going to be paired with Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, and now Andy Isabella and Akeem Butler are the fourth and fifth receivers. So that receiver group might be one of the most stacked ones in the league. Uh, if anything, the biggest winner out of this whole thing is Kyler Murray. It might be a little bit inconsistent whether it's Hopkins, Kirk, or Fitzgerald, but either way, I feel really good about Kyler Murray this year and the whole receiving group here in general. Uh, I don't think the, the Cardinals have receiver high on their priority list right now. So um, they could probably just ignore that position almost out of the whole draft. So we'll see what they do at running back here. Kenyon Drake steps into the RB1 potential role. Chase Edmonds will be healthy this year. So I like him to step up and, and, and produce some fantasy RB2 flex numbers perhaps. Um, but they do need a, a third or fourth uh, running back here. So watch to see if they select a running back there. Uh, quarterback room should be fine. Maybe they add a guy to compete with Brett Hundley for backup. Um, but the other big position of need here would be tight end. Max Williams, Dan Arnold, and Daryl Daniels. Uh, they kind of need a pass-catching tight end. Uh, but overall, offensively, this, this group is set for fantasy. It's going to be Kenyon Drake or Chase Edmonds manning the backfield. And the receivers, it's going to be Hopkins. I don't know if Hopkins has the top five potential that he did with Sean Watson, but he's definitely a, a wide receiver one still in my book. So um, he might eat a little bit out of Christian Kirk and Fitzgerald's numbers. So um, I don't know. I mean, off the top of the head, uh, you're going to want to probably invest in Kyler Murray so that you get all these numbers um, between the receivers and the running backs. Um, but super exciting offense. And we'll see if they add any uh, secondary pieces uh, in the, the rookies coming up. Uh, we'll move on here to the Atlanta Falcons. They traded for Hayden Hurst, and they signed Todd Gurley. After losing Austin Hooper to the Browns, they made a move for the former first-round tight end, which I think is a pretty good move. I don't know if they're really downgrading. They're not really upgrading, but they're not really downgrading either, so it's kind of like a sideways move. 
to Hayden Hurst. And Hooper, I think he had like 88 and 95 targets the last two seasons. He's never had more than six touchdowns and somewhere between six and 700 yards the last two years each. So Hayden Hurst is stepping into a high volume op- like opportunity here. So it wouldn't surprise me if he finishes as a top top six to eight tight end. So uh, he's probably my favorite tight end to target right now on a, on a discount um, with the volume there that Matt Ryan provides his tight ends. Um, but if we look here at the, the depth chart, you got Matt Ryan, no, no change there. Uh, Todd Gurley heads the backfield with Ido Smith, Quadri Allison, and Brian Hill. It's a pretty solid group of running backs. I don't know if they're going to add a guy to this mix. They're going to probably see how Todd Gurley pans out. Um, but Todd Gurley's stepping into a really fruitful situation. Devonta Freeman's been an RB1 in that spot in the past. They like to throw to the back. They love to run the ball in the red zone. Um, it's just all about that knee, so we'll have to monitor his summer and see how that goes. But I like the opportunity for Todd Gurley as long as he stays healthy. Um, looking at the receivers, Julio Jones, wide receiver one, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver two. It's really these third, fourth, and fifth receivers that they probably need to upgrade. I do like Russell Gage, but he's he's nothing – um, fantasy crazy relevant. So uh, maybe they, they look to grab a receiver on day two, as early as day two perhaps, um, with this deep class. So that's definitely the – I mean, if they're going to draft an offensive skill player, that would be the one spot I think they would splash at. Um, tight end's pretty set, though, with Hayden Hurst, Jaden Graham, um, the young backup tight end there. Uh, maybe they add a tight end. But, uh, yeah, this offensive line might also get some picks invested in it. But – uh, overall, um, Atlanta is going to remain a pretty stable offense with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and now Hayden Hurst and Todd Gurley. So we like what they did there. Um, let's move on to Baltimore Ravens. They didn't really do anything skill fantasy position-wise. Uh, they got their center back, Matt Skira. Um, but then just looking at the Ravens' depth chart to forecast the draft, Lamar Jackson, Robert Griffin III, uh, and I think it's Trace McSorley that's there. Uh, quarterback room's fine. It's this running back room that uh, needs a fourth or fifth name here. We love Mark Ingram. Gus Edwards is a capable backup, and then hopefully more from Justice Hill this year. But they definitely need – I mean, Mark Ingram's getting up there in age. Um, so maybe they look to the third or fourth round pick at running back at the earliest. Whoever they take at running back uh, has my attention. That's a great – it's just a great running team. The philosophy's been there all along. And um, that's just how Harbaugh likes to run his team. He needs a smash mouth running back. So – if they grab a running back, I'm, it's, he's going to be on my list. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, the other position of need here is that wide receiver. And they spent the first round on Marquise Brown last year. So they got Willie Sneed in the slot. Miles Boykin was a, a, a good pick as the X receiver. But, I mean, after that, they need some help. Uh, I mean, I like the talents of these guys, but they're nothing, they're nothing fantastic. So, um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, if the, the Ravens got to a point in the first round of the draft where they're like, this is the highest player on our board, and it just so happens to be a receiver. Um, they made a ton of moves on, uh, in free agency with the defense. And, uh, I mean, it's not going to surprise me if they, if they load up on two receivers this draft, even if they add a – they can even add another tight end, another running back. There could be three or four offensive skill players here as they look to surround Lamar Jackson with the juice that they need to – themselves over the top so um super exciting i mean former mvp uh, returning mvp if they grab any weapons uh early in the draft they're going to catch our attention so watch out for that and uh i don't know that's gonna be an exciting spot um 
I pick mid to late first, late first round, and uh, we'll see if uh, if any offensive skill players catch their fancy. I guess. Um, yeah, we'll move on to the Buffalo Bills. Of course, Stephon Diggs is the main headline here, traded from the Vikings. Um, they also got their guy back, Quentin Spain, three-year, $15 million deal. They kind of just added some more juice to the offensive line, put some more money into it. Um, the real winner of the Stephon Diggs trade, in my opinion, is Josh Allen. Yes, he's like one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in the NFL right now, but you're giving him maybe like probably one of the best route runners in the league. So I could see some of his uh, percentage numbers going up, some of his touchdown numbers going up. Uh, really digging what really really digging what they did for Josh Allen here. Um, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. I do like Duke Williams. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie's okay. It wouldn't surprise me if they added a, a guy to compete with these fourth and fifth options. So maybe they grab a receiver uh, day three. Uh, I could definitely see them uh, grabbing a running back here. I don't know if T.J. Eldon's even going to make the team. Uh, Taiwan Jones is a little bit older. Christian Wade had uh, used the rugby guy that made some waves last preseason. Um, but definitely could see them making a pick on a third round or fourth round running back to help Devin Singletary out. Um, and then the tight end room is pretty set as well. So this offense, for the most part, it, it is what it is going into the draft. And they could probably just add some secondary pieces. But um, yeah, man, Stefan Diggs and John Brown, that's going to be – and Cole Beasley doing Beasley things in the middle. Um, super exciting. I think if I was drafting a Buffalo Bill, I'd just target Josh Allen because you don't know if Diggs or Brown are going to go off that week. And uh, you might just get everything with Allen. So uh, super excited for the Bills to take over the AFC East this year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, and then the Carolina Panthers made – they basically just refaced the whole team – uh, Teddy Bridgewater, they took Bridgewater, they released Cam, they signed Robbie Anderson, they, gave, they got Seth Roberts and Farrell Cooper as some backup receivers, they took Seth DeValve and plugged him in for Greg Olson, and they got some offensive linemen here, John Miller, and they traded for Russell Okung, and then PJ Walker from the XFL, he was a beast on Houston, I watched a couple of his games and was impressed, so that's not surprising to see him make a roster, um, but yeah, we got this. We got this new identity for the Panthers here, and it's going to be super exciting to see how it pans out. Uh, Bridgewater, he was a quarterback too, at least in fantasy last year. So for super super flex leagues, he's going to be an option. But he's they just got so many options here, man. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and then you got Ian Thomas stepping up into a bigger role. So that's five pretty solid options uh, to move the ball for Bridgewater, and that defense still needs a lot of work. So they might be playing from behind. A lot of times. So, um, I mean, if you're just looking at the Panthers as a whole, it's still going to run through McCaffrey. And I probably like DJ Moore the best out of the receivers still from a PPR standpoint. And then you're probably going to see Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel trading off big weeks. Um, but definitely think that, I mean, they could add a fourth or fifth receiver option. They did sign Roberts and Cooper. So maybe they're done there. Uh, I mean, the three wide receiver set is pretty, pretty much good to go. But, uh, I think it's they just signed Christian McCaffrey to a big deal, and I think I think he needs some help with a backup running back. I like the Mike Davis signing, but um, Reggie Bonifant's quality too. But I'm just wondering if they're going to need to start helping McCaffrey uh, get some breathers and keep him healthy. So maybe they snag a backup quarter uh, running back in the third day. Um, like you said, tight end Ian Thomas, Seth Val, Chris Manhurts. That's pretty much good to go. I think. The amount of offensive moves the Panthers made 
in free agency. They're not really looking to do much for skill players in the draft. Um, probably just offensive line and just rebuilding that defense. Um, secondary's got some pieces, but that Keekly's gone. They need some things up front and in the middle. So I think it's going to be a very defensive heavy draft and the Panthers offense looks pretty much set. We'll move on here to the Chicago Bears. Nick Foles, Jimmy Graham, and Jermaine Ifedi. Okay, so Nick Foles looks like he's going to be taking over for Trubisky. He should be able to beat him out and maybe just stabilize the offense. Uh, Trubisky, like, he performed well in parts, but he just wasn't consistent and he couldn't keep the offense on the right trajectory, where I think Nick Foles can at least make some veteran decisions and keep the offense on track and not put them in the negative situations like Trubisky was doing. Um, I, the Jimmy Graham signing two years, $16 million is baffling, but um, he's not a tight end anymore. He's just a glorified receiver, um, slow receiver from the slot. But um, you still got Allen Robinson there. You still got Anthony Miller, who's going to be in, growing. And I think it's his third year now. He impressed at the end of last year. Um, I definitely think they're going to probably target a receiver uh, to replace this third, fourth, and fifth option. They did lose Taylor Gabriel, so I would put receiver as a priority on this list. Um, Nick Foles, he he was he played okay in Jacksonville. He had some good receivers there with uh, DJ Chark, uh, Mike Con or Chris Conley, and then DD Westbrook. He was able to hum with all three of those guys. So I think there's room for one more receiver in this offense. We got David Montgomery here too, Tariq Cohen, Ryan Nall. Maybe they add another running back in the fourth for the fourth running back spot. Um, but then tight end, Jimmy Graham, they signed Demetrius Harris and then Adam Shaheen. So I think the tight end room's fine. Uh, they're just going to target a receiver. So I don't know how useful it's going to be. The offense is pretty much set. We just got to watch the quarterback battle and see if David Montgomery can uh, improve in year two. So we'll move on to Cincinnati Burroughs, uh, Bengals. Um, A.J. Green franchise tagged. Uh, we'll see what happens at quarterback here. Uh, Ryan Finley's obviously not the answer. Joe Burrow, likely the number one pick, rumored not to want to be in, in Cincinnati. We'll see how that plays out. I would bet that the Bengals trade out of this first-round pick or the first overall pick. Um, but either way, there's a quarterback going to Cincinnati this year. We just got to see who. Um, I mean, that's going to change the whole offense here too. So uh, Joe Mixon, RB1's ready to go. Giovanni Bernard's still there. I still like Travion Williams and Rodney Anderson. So I think the running back room is set. They don't need to really add any guys, maybe just some undrafted guys for camp bodies. Uh, and then this receiver room is looking pretty good too. A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, Auden Tate really flashed last year. Alex Erickson's like the last guy as a slot, uh, kind of water bug receiver. Maybe they splash and add someone um, to be their fifth, sixth guy that could potentially take A.J. Green's place. Like, that's definitely an option. They still need a lot of help on defense, but I like what they – if you look at the, uh, the NFL.com link, there's going to be some nice big moves on the defensive side of the ball for them. So, uh, I mean, at this point, the Bengals just need to get good players in the building and help surround this first uh, first overall quarterback pick that they're going to be doing. Um, they definitely need a tight end, I think. C.J. Uzama is decent. Drew Sample is a second-round pick last year as a blocking tight end. And then Mason Shrek there. So they could definitely upgrade at tight end. Um, and then, I mean, it's all about uh, – A.J. Green, does he want to be there, does not want to be there? What happens with the quarterback? A lot of things in flux here. Um, but, I mean, overall, the skill players are pretty much set. Um, but the Bengal, the draft is all about the quarterback. So we'll see what happens there, and then we'll go forward with what we know once we know what they do. So 
uh, Cleveland Browns, they had a really nice offensive uh, free agency. Uh, probably the most important one, I think, is Jack Conklin from the Titans. Three years, $42 million, uh, to help uh, Baker Mayfield. They grabbed Austin Hooper, four-year, 44 mil. Kareem Hunt, they got him back. They traded for fullback Andy Janovich, and then they signed Case Keenum uh, for a backup deal, three years. So just look at these names. These are all, like, complimentary people for Baker Mayfield to have success. Uh, yeah, they have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. But these names right here are going to be the, the secondary pieces that keep the offense on track. Um, now you got Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum at the top. That's set to go. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dontrell Hilliard, and Ernest Johnson. I can't see them taking a running back. They're pretty much good to go there. Um, where I could see them really spending high on a pick is receiver behind Beckham and Landry's hurt right now. He might not even be ready for the start of the season if it happens. Uh, but Damian Ratley, Kaderil Hodge, Kaderil Hodge, and Taewon Taylor. I like Taylor, but they definitely need uh, some juice at the third or fourth receiver option. So if they draft a receiver on day two, I'm my my that you have my attention. So we'll see what happens there. They're not drafting a tight end, um, but offensive line could use a few more plugs. So I would expect them to continue to build the offensive line, look at receiver, and then continue to build that defense probably in the middle with linebackers. Um, but Overall, really good start to the year for the Browns, and they're just building some some good pieces for Baker to work with, so I like it. Uh, looking at the Cowboys, Amari Cooper got paid. Uh, Blake Jarwin got promoted. Dak Prescott's back on a franchise tag. Uh, they re-signed uh, guard center Joe Looney, and they got Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg, for three years. Uh, Kyle Frederick uh, did retire with his uh, complications. So we'll see what happens at the offensive line spot. That might be a, a position where they address it in the draft uh, just to keep the offensive line on track and at the top of the game. But really this offense, um, it's, it's going to stay pretty much the same. With McCarthy, you know, he's going to use Prescott, Elliott, Cooper, Gallup. Uh, but the one unknown here I think that I'm super excited about is Blake Jarwin. And I, if you looked at Jason Witten's numbers last year, old man Jason Witten, a lot of targets, a lot of catches, not a very good yards per catch, but the volume is going to be there for Blake Jarwin. And um, as probably the – he's – after Cooper and Gallup and then Elliott, they, they don't really have another piece to feature in that offense. Randall Cobb left town. So I think Blake Jarwin is going to be the third or fourth receiving option on this team, and it wouldn't surprise me if he snagged 60 balls this year, maybe more. Um, athletic guy, he can move. Um, I don't know. He's got Austin Hooper vibes for me. Um, so look out for him. He's going to be one of my favorite late round targets, uh, at tight end. Uh, but just looking at this roster, we like, we love Zeke Elliott. We love Tony Pollard, Jordan Chung. Uh, maybe they add a guy, uh, like a UDFA at the running back spot just for a camp body, but they need to help this receiving group after Gallup and Cooper, you got Devin Smith, Ventel Bryant and Cedric Wilson. They got to get it. They got to get a guy that can, um, operate out of the slot, maybe a utility guy. Um, another outside receiver in case something happens. It wouldn't surprise me if they snagged uh, two draft picks at the receiver position. Uh, I still like Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, Blake Bell. Tight end room seems fine. They could maybe spend another pick there, but uh, just looking at the Cowboys roster, they, they have to draft a receiver. They got to help out uh, Cooper and Gallup and then Dak in general. So, um, but yeah, the Dallas Cowboys signed their guys. They promote Jarwin and uh, we'll see what McCarthy can do with this new uh, group of players. Uh, Denver Broncos. 
nothing crazy here besides the Melvin Gordon. Well, a couple crazy things. Melvin Gordon, two years, 16 mil. And then uh, Graham Glasgow, four year, 44 million to be their guard. Nick Manette in at tight end to help back up uh, Noah Fant. Uh, super nice pieces here on the, uh, that's a lot of money on the offense here around Drew Locke. They also got Jeff Driscoll, which is a good piece. Um, but really the running back room, you just look at this running back room, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and Kalfani Muhammad, they're not drafted a running back. They got money invested in this. And Royce Freeman is kind of the odd man out. I would expect a similar look to the Chargers offense with Gordon and Lindsay can play the Eckler role. So they're not drafting a running back. That's pretty much loaded. They are drafting a receiver, maybe as early as first round. Uh, pick 15 overall. I mean, after Cortland Sutton, it gets <sighs> – they got a bunch of – these are all fifth receivers on most teams. So uh, you add a guy, they're probably not getting C.D. Lamb, but uh, Jared Judy maybe, Henry Ruggs maybe, uh, Justin Jefferson would be nasty with Cortland Sutton. So uh, whatever the receiver, the, the Broncos draft is going to be a guy to keep an eye on, and we'll watch how he grows with uh, Drew Locke. Um, they're not drafting a tight end. The tight ends are set there. But it's all about the commitment to the run game around – Drew Locke with Gordon, Lindsey, and Freeman, and then finding that running mate for Cortland Sutton. So watch for them to draft a receiver. And uh, once we know who that is, we'll go from there. Uh, the Detroit Lions added Chase Daniel, uh, Halapola Vati Vaitai on a big deal, 50 million for five years, offensive tackle. And then you got Geronimo Allison here on a dirt cheap contract. Matt Stafford's still a the guy there. I don't know. There's some rumblings about him maybe being moved. He's like 32 years old, but. Uh, we'll see what happens there, but they're not, maybe they take a quarterback late in the draft, a round seven guy, a guy like Nate Stanley or I don't know, James Morgan. Uh, we'll see what happens with Detroit, but I think, I don't know, they're at a crossroads with Stafford right now where they have to either uh, double down and commit to building around him again or moving on and finding the next, uh, the next face of the franchise. But running back, carry on Johnson, Bo Scarborough, Ty Johnson and Wes Hills. Uh, this to be like it looks pretty much set. I like all these guys. It wouldn't surprise me if they added one more guy, maybe around six or seven pick. Uh, but we get we just got to see carry on Johnson healthy. Uh, I mean, they used Bo Scarborough and Ty Johnson in tandem last year, so that's like worst case scenario. But they need they need a little bit more punch there. Uh, we'll see if carry on can stay healthy, but uh, not a high priority right now. Uh, receiver room looks pretty good. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola. Geronimo Allison and Chris Lacey. Uh, maybe they add a fifth or sixth guy to compete with that Lacey and Allison. I mean, Allison didn't really get a big deal anyways, so they do need a fourth receiver. We'll see what happens there. And then they invested in Hawkinson last year, so they're not going to draft a tight end. Um, I mean, at this point, the offense is pretty much set, uh, and they're just looking at adding a fourth, round, uh, fourth running back and a fourth or fifth receiver to compete on this team. Uh, but it's all about the defense here. If you look at their, their additions on defense, I think that's where they're going to be pretty much focused on the, the in the draft. Uh, they're probably looking at Jeff Akuda, number one cornerback. Uh, let me just pull up some of these. They, they, made, they put a lot of money into the defense um, this, this uh, free agency. And I, like, just look at some of the names. Jamie Collins, Jerron Harmon. Um, Jaron Curse, Miles Killebrew, Reggie Ragland, Daryl Roberts, Danny Shelton, Desmond Trufant after letting go of Darius Slay, and then Nick Williams here. So really good list of defensive players for the Lions here. Super excited about what they can be doing. Um, so 
I mean, look for them to continue to build that defense, build the offensive lineup, and try to get something for Stafford going. So uh, we'll move on to the Packers. Packers uh, signed Devin Funches to like a very friendly one-year $2.5 million deal. I know it's heavily incentivized based on what he does this year. So we'll see if he can uh, make some more money there. Uh, offensive tackle Rick Wagner from the Lions uh, to replace Brian Malaga, essentially. And then uh, re-signed Mercedes Lewis. Uh, Jimmy Graham's out the window. But looking at this Packers depth chart, Tim Boyle's the backup. A lot of rumors about Packers needing a quarterback in this draft as early as round one. I just don't think that's going to help them in the best interest of this year for the Rodgers uh, potential run. But it's on the minds of people. Uh, at some point, it wouldn't surprise me in this draft if they grab a quarterback. I hope it's not till day three. They can use that first round and second and third round picks on guys that can help them this year, specifically at receiver. Uh, but if you look at Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Dexter Williams, Tyler Irvin, uh, Aaron and Jamal are both free agents after this year. I don't know if they're going to have the money to get both of them. So I'm, the Packers will draft a running back this year. There's a few names that I saw that are on their um, their list that they've been in contact with. So we'll see what they do there. Um, potentially Aaron Jones isn't back with the Packers next year because of money. Um, so we'll see if he can uh, if he can get paid there or not. Um, but definitely expecting the Packers to dip their toes in the running back room. Um, but receiver is the biggest need on this offense right now. Rodgers needs help. Outside of Adams, everything's an unknown. Funches is a nice thought. He's a big body receiver that can help in the red zone. Alan Lazard, big receiver, kind of the same thing, helps downfield. Uh, but not enough juice from Kumaro or MBS last year. They got to get a guy that uh, kind of like a utility knife. If you could just like plug in a Debo Samuel body type into this offense, uh, someone like Quintez Cephas might fit in really well here. Um, just kind of get the players uh, – get, get them a slot receiver, big body slot receiver that's not afraid to go over the middle. That could be a nice fit. Um, and then at the moment, it looks like Jay Sternberger, Lewis, and Robert Tanyan are the guys at tight end. Um, so we'll have to watch in the summer to see who's stepping up there. But uh, definitely receiver, man. If they if they select a receiver first round or day two, that's going to be high on the list. Uh, people will keep an eye on for fantasy this year. So uh, we'll see what the Packers do. But it's an exciting uh, – I don't know, Rodgers at the end of the, the window here. They need – they need receivers. They got Aaron Jones for at least one more year. So uh, I don't know. This draft's going to be very telling for what they want to do uh, after those running back contracts. So super interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, Houston Texans, were, they've had quite the offseason uh, free agency. Uh, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins and got David Johnson. They traded for Brandon Cooks to replace Hopkins. And then they signed Randall Cobb to be a slot receiver. They re-signed Darren Fells, A.J. McCarron, uh, tackle there. And they re-signed their kicker for a four-year deal. Uh, just looking at the depth chart here, quarterback room should be good to go. Running back room, David Johnson, Duke Johnson, Buddy Howell, and Karan Higdon. It wouldn't surprise me if they added one more running back. David Johnson's not exactly stable at this position right now. He's a little bit older, 28. Um, so maybe they draft a third or fourth round running back at the earliest, but uh, could definitely see them adding a body there. And then this receiver room, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb, Kiki Cutie, and Brandon Cooks. That's pretty juicy. I don't think they're going to be drafting a receiver. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but they have other, they have other needs to fill, specifically on that offensive line. Um, and then Darren Fells, Jordan Akins, Jordan Thomas, they're not drafting a tight end. 
Um, the, I don't know. The offensive skill positions look pretty good. I don't think there's going to be anyone that they could draft that we're going to be like, you know, super, super exciting and needing to draft. It's going to be, can they build that offensive line and can they get a little bit better on defense? Um, so we'll see what the Texans do. I don't know. I'm open to them being just as good as they were last year. I know Cooks is not Brandon Hop, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but um, I mean, Fuller, Stills, Cobb, Cutie, and then now Cooks. Like that's a pretty pretty deep group of receivers and they added David Johnson so I don't know might be like a neutral move for the Texans they still need a lot of defense and offensive line so that's where their focus should be uh Indianapolis Colts Philip Rivers man they re-signed Anthony Costanzo and uh, they got LaRaven Clark back so the offensive line's in good shape uh, but it's all about Philip Rivers here one year 25 million dollars deal to upgrade Jacoby Brissett they're, they might draft a quarterback early. I know. I don't think it would be the best investment maybe this year, uh, someone that can learn from Phillip Rivers. Maybe it's like a round four uh, quarterback or something like that, but I don't think they should spend one that high. Um, looking at the running back room, Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins, and Bruce Anderson. I like this group. It still lacks a little bit of a punch. Maybe they wait one more year and see what they can do. I think Naheem Hines is going to fit really well with Phillip Rivers. He's going to be um, Austin Eckler-like. Um, and then Wilkins is still a good back. Marlon Mack just needs to stay healthy. Uh, maybe they just ignore running back, but uh, I like I like it for now. Um, the position of need would be uh, receiver group. After T.Y. Hilton, it goes down pretty fast. Uh, Zach Pascal, eh, Paris Campbell, hopefully more in year two. Ashton Doolin and Chad Williams are there. So they definitely, I mean, if they spent their first round pick on receiver, that's not going to, I'm not going to bat an eye. Add a guy like Denzel Mims. Uh, if Justin Jefferson's there, that would be a slam dunk. Um, Jalen Reger, uh, a lot of names at receiver where they're going. So uh, look and see what's going on there. If they draft a receiver, I'm super interested. If it's, you know, second round, they gave up their first round to San Francisco to get to Forrest Buckner. So they got to wait till the second day. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the, the offense here. Jack Doyle, Moali Cox, tight end room looks fine. It's all about receiver here. They need another – they need a third or fourth guy that's going to help Phil Rivers win games for them. So um, it's going to be weird seeing Phil Rivers in Indianapolis, but I'm uh, excited about it. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars traded away Nick Foles. They signed Tyler Eifert, and they got a, a center guard here. Uh, but this quarterback room, Gardner Minshew, Josh Dobbs, are they going to commit to Minshew? Um I don't know if they if they brought in a third round pick at quarterback. I think that'd be interesting. I just I hope they don't spend one super early. At least give Minshew one more year to see what he can do. Uh, but definitely something to keep an eye on. Running back room: Leonard Fournette, Raquel Armstead, Divine Zigbo, Jeremy McNichols. They seem pretty much set there. I like that group of guys. It's pretty diverse. Uh, receiver room: DJ Chark, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley, uh, Keelan Cole, Marquise Lee. Is Keelan Cole still a Jaguar? I don't know. Marquise Lee, Marquise Lee's not healthy either. Um, so maybe they add a receiver here to help this room. Uh, I don't think it's a priority. They, they really need to keep building up that defensive uh, secondary and they need to they commit to that offensive line here, especially, I mean, Minshew's a year two quarterback. They need, they need to focus on the trenches, I think. And then that replacing Ramsey and Bouye and a couple other pieces uh, defensive, you got to replace Calais Campbell. So they're going to be looking at those positions. Uh, offense might be good enough for a year now, but uh, I don't know. If they, if they draft a quarterback, we'll, we'll be intrigued. 
Uh, depends on how high it goes, but uh, I like what the Jacksonville Jaguars have on for offensive skill talent. Chark, Westbrook, Conley, Cole, and Lee. That could be nice. Eifert's there. Josh Oliver's second-year tight end, and they got Fournette and caught a lot of balls last year. So uh, there's offensive firepower here. We just got to see if they can uh, fix that offensive line and that defense. Uh, not much needs to be said about the Kansas City Chiefs. They were pretty quiet this offseason for, for offense. Uh, Damian Williams was picked up. Chad Henney on two-year deal, and then they signed DeAndre Washington. They're not drafting a quarterback. Um, maybe they add one, uh, UDFA, to compete with Henney. Uh, but the running back room, Damian Williams, Darwin Thompson, Daryl Williams, Elijah McGuire, and now DeAndre Washington. Maybe they add a guy. I, I don't know. They drafted Darwin Thompson. People were super jacked about him last year. I still like Daryl Williams as a backup, and then we'll see what Damian Williams does. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if they added a guy. It's probably not a priority on day one or day two. But if they draft a running back, I'm super intrigued. Andy Reid in this offense, man, like he does magical stuff with running backs. So, uh, maybe it's maybe it's Dar maybe that's just Darwin Thompson is the answer um, here. So I we'll see how it goes. But uh, receiver room: Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, and Byron Pringle. I'd say they're pretty much set there. It wouldn't surprise me if they did uh, find another guy. They love finding speed and just like imagine a guy like Jalen Rager on this team. Uh, that would be pretty nasty. Um, but so yeah, if they, if they draft a receiver, we're of course interested. Uh, I don't think it's likely. Um, I would bet that they draft a tight end this year, though. Uh, Deion Yelder and Elise Mack. I thought they signed another tight end. Um, I want to say it was uh, – it's got a long name. I can't think of it. Ricky Seals-Jones. I think they have Ricky Seals-Jones. He's not on this list. So, um, I don't know. The, the Chiefs are in a luxury right now where they should be drafting defense and offensive line. But if they select any running back, receiver, or tight end, we should be interested in them for fantasy just on the Mahomes principle and Andy Reid alone. So uh, just watch for that. We'll be excited if anything gets added on the, the skill positions there. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. That's going to take some time getting used to saying. Uh, they grabbed uh, Marcus Mariota, Jason Witten, Nelson Aguilar, and re-signed lineman Eric Cush. Uh, quarterback room, I don't know. Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. Um, I mean, they <sighs> – I don't know if either of those guys are who they want to be at their starting spot. Uh, maybe they're a year or two away from drafting a, a potential quarterback super high, but we'll see how that works out. I don't think they draft one very high this year. If anything, it's late in the draft. Um, running back room, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard, Rod Smith, Mark Thompson. They're probably good there. Um, I like all these guys. Maybe they, like a UDFA, it's just going to be a fourth or fifth running back. So nothing, nothing of a priority there, but it's wide receiver here. I mean, Tyro Williams and Hunter Renfro are nice pieces. Uh, maybe Nelson Aguilar can kind of get some juices going with J, uh, with John Gruden's offense. Uh, Zay Jones, Marcel Aitman, these are all nice. They're all complimentary receivers, but they're still lacking the true uh, bona fide number one guy. Um, so we're, we're watching for the Raiders to see if they grab the first receiver off their board. Uh, it's probably going to be in a race with the Jets. We'll get into them in a little bit. Um, but a guy like C.D. Lamb. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, these guys are all viable uh, options. And the Raiders pick at 12 and 19. So it'll be interesting to see. I bet they take a receiver with one of those two picks. They really should. Um, but they also made a lot of moves on defense, too, that I really liked. If we scroll back here to the NFL tracker, let's go to the Raiders. Malik Collins, Jeff Heath, 
uh, linebackers, Nick Kwiatkowski and Corey Littleton, Carl Nassib, Demarius Randall. These are some big names, big money on these uh, players on defense here. So I really like what the Raiders are doing. And, man, if they could, if they could plug in a C.D. Lamb, let's go. Um, potentially draft a quarterback next year, Josh Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, I mean. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Darren Waller, Foster Moreau is a good backup there. Jason Witten, they're not drafting a tight end. Uh, they're drafting a receiver, and we'll see what happens. I'm super excited, whoever it is. Um, and then, I mean, if you're thinking dynasty purposes, hopefully they just upgrade that quarterback position in a year or two. But, um, yeah, man, Raiders are going to get a pretty good one. So, <clears throat> um, the Chargers are next. Uh, they they signed their guys. They signed Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry, franchise tagged. They grabbed Brian Balaga from Green Bay, and they traded for Trey Turner with the Panthers. Um, we'll come back to the quarterback spot in a little bit, but the running back room, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, these guys need a running back. They need a, they need, they need a banger. Pretty much that's it. Uh, I mean, they got to find a guy to plug in for Melvin Gordon, so whether that – I mean, maybe it's a round two or three pick. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers. Um, I don't know. The Chargers will be drafting receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks this draft. Um, maybe they're fine with Tyrod Taylor and they just want to gr draft a project guy. I like Easton Stick as a project, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if the Chargers traded up for Joe Burrow, if they went after Tua, if they sat till round two to make a move on like Jake Fromm or something. The Chargers are taking a quarterback this draft. So keep an eye on that. And then I think they got to take a running back. Austin Eckler is not a feature back. He's a, he is what he is. He's a cat. He's a pass catcher. <clears throat> I like Justin Jackson. I think he could work in tandem, but the fact that they don't have a third or fourth running back on this roster right now, I mean, they need, they need, they need some banger there, man. So we'll see what they do um, and how high they do it. But this receiver group is also pretty lackluster after Keenan Allen and Mike Williams I mean, they got Andre Patton, Darius Jennings, Jason Moore. They definitely need a third or fourth receiver. So I look at this draft as an opportunity for the Chargers to really set up the next decade. I mean, they can draft a quarterback, a running back, and a receiver here to pair with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler, and Hunter Henry. They could really, they could really set themselves up nicely for the next decade. So the Chargers, I think, are one of the teams that have the most to gain. And I guess on the flip side, they have the most to lose this draft if they mess it up. But um, super exciting time for the Chargers here as they look to kind of, I don't know, they're, it's L.A., they, they just moved there, new stadium. They basically had a chance to rebrand themselves. So we'll see what they do. So we're on to the Los Angeles Rams. They put some money back into the offensive line. They re-signed Andrew Whitworth, got Austin Blythe. And the big news here, I mean, they let go of Todd Gurley, and they traded away Brandon Cooks. Um, this team, looking at the depth chart, Jared Goff, they don't have a backup quarterback, so maybe they look there. Um, the running back room is Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown and John Kelly. Um, so it's likely that they add someone to this running back room to replace Todd Gurley's presence. Um, but it looks like they're going to go forward with, with maybe a, a combo of Henderson and Brown. I still like John Kelly. He's got some Darren Sproles to his game. Um, but I would expect them to add a, a running back. And then you're probably expecting them to add a wide receiver. Uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are going to be the guys there. 
Uh, Josh Reynolds should step up into the starting lineup, but after that, they need they need somebody. We're probably going to see a lot of two tight end sets here. I really like Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. They're not drafting a tight end, but um, I don't know. This is a, a very important year for the Rams. Um, they should be looking to bounce back after a disappointing season last year, um, but they need to address the running back and receiver depth and uh, basically just recharge this offense up with some speed and some youth. And uh, I don't know, they really have to build up that offensive line. I'm looking at what they did here on the defensive side of the ball. Michael Brockter, Michael Brockers, Leonard Floyd, and Ashawn Robinson. That's a good start. That's a lot of money on the defense. So that, that's making me think they're going to put some investments in this draft into the offensive side of the ball. So um, it all depends on where they pick them, but uh, I'm super interested if they, if they grab a receiver early or a running back early. Um, so stay tuned for that. But this Rams offense is pretty much set. I think they're going to see, we're going to see a lot of Higby and Everett on the field together at the same time. And then uh, this offense is just going to funnel through Goff, Woods, and Cup. So um, we'll watch that running back battle. But uh, there's going to be some names added to this list that are going to be fun to see how they progress in the summer. So uh, we'll move on here to the Miami Dolphins, who perhaps have the most to – I mean, outside of the Chargers, I like the Dolphins' potential the most. Like, they have a lot going for them in this draft. They, they snagged Jordan Howard, signed Eric Flowers, and another offensive lineman there. Uh, looking at the roster, Fitzpatrick, Josh Rosen, they need a quarterback, so we'll see what happens here. Maybe they're the team that moves up for Joe Burrow. Um, definitely something brewing here for quarterback for these guys. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. They got three first-round picks. I want to say two second-round, I don't know, something like that. So they have a lot of firepower this draft. Uh, running back room, Jordan Howard, Patrick Laird, Kalen Balaj, Miles Gaskin, I heard a lot of rumors that they like J.K. Dobbins. It wouldn't surprise me if they added a guy like that. Um, they don't really have a pass-catching back on this team. Uh, I do like Patrick Laird. He could be a guy that sticks around on this team. Kalen Balazs should just be shipped to, like, Russia or something. I don't know. Um, but they definitely will be looking at a running back uh, upgrade here. Uh, wide receiver room, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Albert Wilson, Alan Hearns, Jakeem, Brant, Jakeem Grant. I think they like what they got there. Um, Parker Williams on the outside and they got Hearns and Wilson to do things in the slot. Um, so I don't really see receiver as a need for this team. Uh, tight end group, Mike Kosecki, uh, a couple other backups here. Um, I think this, this draft is more about continuing to build that offensive line quarterback and getting the running back for the future. Um, but yeah, like I said, Dolphins have three first round picks. They could be moving up. They could be filling all three of those spots themselves. Uh, it's super exciting to see what they do, but uh, AFC East is up for grabs, so it's going to be an exciting time to see what these teams are doing. So uh, Dolphins are probably one of the most exciting teams, uh, especially first round. So moving on to the Minnesota Vikings, they snagged uh, CJ Ham. They re-signed him, Rashad Hill at offensive tackle. They grabbed Tajay Sharp, re-signed Sean Mannion, Amir Abdullah re-signed, and then they got their kicker Dan Bailey back. Uh, nothing too crazy here besides Stephon Diggs leaving. I mean, the running back group is set. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Mike Boone, Amir Abdullah. Kirk Cousins isn't going anywhere. Maybe they draft a, a seventh-round quarterback or something to, you know, fill this roster out. Um, but it's all about receiver here. you got to love Adam Thielen stepping up. Tajay Sharp's a really underrated guy uh, in, like, dynasty redraft leagues. Maybe he could uh, have a little career resurgence here. But, I mean, they most definitely need a second – wide receiver 
Sharp's a nice complimentary receiver, but I mean, we're talking like wide receiver with one. They have two first round picks. They're taking a receiver with one of those two picks, whether it's Justin Jefferson or Denzel Mims. Uh, I think that would be their best bet to replace Diggs. So whoever they draft, I'm super interested. They're looking at a first round receiver for sure. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But tight end room is set. I really like what they got there. Uh, but it's all about how does this team replace Stephon Diggs in the draft. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, moving on to the New England Patriots. This, I mean, it's Tom Brady. How do you replace Tom Brady? The rest of the offense is pretty much set. They snagged Demir Bird, uh, franchise tagged a guard here. We've got Brian Hoyer, and they signed Danny Vital from Green Bay. So they got a good fullback. Um, but Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, they're not going to give Stidham the keys right now, are they? Uh, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston still out there. Andy Dalton still out there. There's a lot of options. I don't think the Patriots have to draft a quarterback this year. But, I mean, it's an option. they got to look into it. Um, so we'll see what they do. I, I think it would be smart if they waited, though, uh, and, and snag one of these free agents. I mean, Andy Dalton, even for a year, and keep developing Stidham or wait till next year, see what happens. Uh, running back room, James White, Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, Damian Lewis. They're not drafting a running back. They're good to go there. Receiver room looks pretty good. Julian Edelman, Mohamed Sanu, Nikhil Harry should be stepping up. Jacoby Myers played really well for an undrafted rookie. And then they got Demir Bird there. So I don't see this team drafting another receiver after investing a first in Harry last year. Uh, but they most definitely need a tight end. If they're going to draft any offensive piece this year, it needs to be tight end. Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo are not it, Chief. They need some help. doesn't matter who it is. Um, tight end group is not that great this year. So they could probably get one third or fourth round. Um, but for dynasty purposes, we'll be super interested to see uh, who they end up taking. Um, Post Brady, man, well, this is a weird time. They, I mean, they got running backs and receivers there, so there's enough to there's enough to work with. You give Andy Dalton a, a good a good solid franchise like this, we could see some nice things. Um, but I don't know. We'll move on here to the New Orleans Saints. Saints got Drew Brees and Taysom Hill back. Andrews Pete on a big year, a big five year, fifty seven and a half million dollar deal. And then the sexiest of the group was Emmanuel Sanders at two years, sixteen million. Um, Quarterback room, they're not drafting a quarterback. I think Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is, is their guy. Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, this team probably needs a third or fourth running back. Um, Murray's a little bit older. Kamara has a contract coming up. I could see them investing in a, in a, a high third-round pick or something in this spot. Um, I mean, they got no one else on the roster besides these two, so something's got to happen. Um, at receiver, Michael Thomas gets a wingman, a wingman and Emmanuel Sanders. Traquan Smith can uh, keep stretching the field, but after that, these guys need a fourth or fifth receiver. So even though they signed Sanders, I think they could still uh, end up drafting a receiver somewhat early. Um, probably not round one, but uh, a day two receiver wouldn't surprise me. And then I think they're fine there on, on tight end, Jared Cook, Josh Hill, Taysom Hill. Um, but I don't know, this, there's not going to be too much change in this offense. If anything, they're going to add a complimentary receiver and, and some depth at running back. But, uh, yeah, man, Breeze, Kamara, Thomas, Sanders, and Jared Cook. It's going to be a fun offense. Uh, Sanders is like the perfect weapon for this offense, and uh, they got a pretty good deal on it. So, uh, good for them. Uh, New York Giants. They signed Levine Toilolo, Cam Fleming, Colt McCoy, Deion Lewis, and then Eric Tomlinson, the tight end. This team's not drafting a quarterback. Probably not drafting a running back. Saquon Barkley, uh, Deion Lewis, Wayne Gallman, Jonathan Hillman. Um, the receiver room could use some help. Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, and Darius Slayton are all mainstays. 
but Corey Coleman has something to prove. Cody Core, eh. uh, I can see this team adding a fourth or fifth receiver. It might not be a priority, but I mean, to be honest, there's really not a true number one receiver on this team. So it kind of is a priority. Maybe it's a second round pick, um, but I mean, they still need to work on this offensive line for Daniel Jones and, and, and Saquon Barkley uh, amongst rebuilding the defense. So um, anything that the Giants do draft, um, it's probably not going to be helpful for fantasy this year. I wouldn't expect them to grab a receiver early, but if they do, I mean, it'd have to be with their first pick and then we'd be interested. But um, I don't know, Daniel Jones round two or year two, we'll see how it works out. But um, this offense is pretty much going to be, it pretty much is what it is right now. So look for them to build the trenches and continue to work on that defense. Uh, New York Jets. I really like what the Jets did here. If you look at this, Offensive tackle, offensive guard, center, offensive line, center guard. That's five investments on the defensive line, and two of those contracts are big-time money. So I love that the Jets are putting money into the offensive line for Sam Darnold. Um, they signed Rashad Perriman on a one-year $8 million deal, so that's nice. Uh, but, I mean, you look at the receivers. They got Jamison Crowder, Brashad Perriman, and Quincy Inunua. Uh, not not like a lot of firepower. Nunwa hasn't been able to stay healthy. Perriman hasn't put it together for, I mean, he, he came on at the end of last year, but he has a lot to prove yet. Um, you, you put a guy like C.D. Lamb on this team, and uh, now we're talking. That's the guy that Sam Darnold's going to be throwing the ball to um, 140 times a year. So super excited about that. It wouldn't surprise me if the Jets drafted a running back. I mean, outside of Le'Veon Bell, Josh Adams is a nice piece. Kenneth Dixon's still decent. Um, but, I mean, they, they might be looking to move on from Le'Veon Bell soon. So, um, And just with the investments in the offensive line, I know it's uh, Adam Gase offense, and maybe he's out after this year. But there's a lot to like, I think, with Sam Darnold. And if they, if they do snag a receiver with their first pick, I'm really interested. Uh, I mean, at tight end, they, did, they have Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin and Trayvon Wesco, so they're not drafting a tight end. Um, we're just watching to see if they can continue to bring in some quality pieces on defense. Offensive line looks like pretty much like they have it where they want it for this year. Um, but, yeah, man, they got to draft a receiver at pick 11, I think it is. Um, and then maybe they end up, end up adding a running back here. So uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, nothing really going on here. They re-signed Nate Sudfield. Carson Wentz is still there. Uh, running back room looks like Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Elijah Holyfield. I don't think they're going to draft a running back, but if they do, it would be like a sixth or seventh round pick, some kind of a banger. Uh, bigger bodied guy. Sanders is a, he's a, I guess a, he's a dancer. You know, he's not like a banger runner. Boston Scott's a little water bug. Holyfield's kind of a banger, but um, they still could use a, a little bit more depth at running back. Uh, wide receiver room is probably the, the spot where they're going to upgrade as early in the first round. I don't know if Elshon Jeffrey's playing for them this year. If not, it's his last year there. They got Deshaun Jackson, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, Greg Ward, and Robert Davis. I mean, those third and the fourth and fifth receivers definitely need an upgrade. And if they're looking at life after Jeffrey, I mean, they got to they gotta be looking at this uh, Denzel Mims, Justin Jefferson uh, territory here. Uh, tight end set, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. They're not drafting a tight end. So uh, we're just looking here at a potential depth at running back and potentially the next wide receiver one for, for Carson Wentz. So if the Eagles grab a receiver around one, that guy's going to be a top five pick in Dynasty Leagues. And uh, we'll be really exciting to see how he goes. So uh, looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they signed Derek Watt. They grabbed Eric Ebron. And then they got Stefan Wisniewski. 
Um, so Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, it's not going to surprise me if this team drafts a quarterback uh, on day two even. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks out there still. It, it, to me, it would make sense to grab an Andy Dalton um, and let him sit for a year behind Ben. Who knows, Ben gets hurt often, so he could be starting by like week three or something. Um, but they definitely, I mean, they need something at quarterback there. So that's an option to keep an, keep an eye on. James Conner, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, Kareth White Jr. I don't think they're going to draft a running back. That seems like a pretty stacked group there. Uh, receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Washington. Uh, fourth and fifth options are Deion Kane and Ryan Switzer. That could use a, a little bit of an upgrade. They don't really have a prototypical like ex-receiver, like a big-bodied, like a Denzel Mims type. I keep bringing Mims's name up. I must really like him. Um, but yeah, they keep uh, they keep bringing in these small, quick little guys, and they they could probably. I mean, Deion Kane could potentially be that guy, but if they spent a high pick on a receiver, that wouldn't surprise me. That defense is still going to be fantastic. The tight end groups got Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald, and they drafted Zach Gentry last year. So probably not drafting a tight end. If anything, they I could see them drafting a receiver early um, amongst looking into quarterback. But this team's going to continue to look at defensive and offensive line. And uh, I don't know. If, ben, if Big Ben can get another piece here of this offense, um, the Steelers are going to be a major player in the, in the AFC this year. So if they add any skill player, I'm super interested. The higher, the better. So um, San Francisco 49ers. Um, the center, Ben Garland, and Travis Benjamin, nothing crazy here. Uh, but Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Mullins, um, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. They paid Garoppolo a lot of money to be there, but something to keep an eye on. Um, running back room, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, Jarek McKinnon. They got a ton of cash tied up into these running backs. I don't think they're going to draft one. They like what they got. Hopefully McKinnon stays healthy this year, but, man, um, a lot of good names here at running back, so they're, they're probably not looking there. Um, they're probably looking into the receiver group. Uh, Debo Samuel's a baller for sure. Maybe Jalen Hurd gets on the field a little bit more this year. But uh, outside of these guys, they need they need that X receiver. So they got the 13th overall pick from the Colts. I mean, these guys are in play for CeeDee Lamb, for Jerry Judy, for Henry Ruggs. Um, so watch out for that. Whoever they grab, if they do grab a receiver 13th overall, we're going to be really interested in him. Otherwise, round two could be the spot. Um, actually, they pick at the end of the first round, too. So they got two swipes on the first night. So if any of those are receiver, that's going to be a really good spot for a potential wide receiver one. And then, of course, George Kittle, Ross Dwelly. They're not drafting a tight end. Um, this is all about replacing Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but I don't know, man. Just looking at this roster, like Debo Samuel might have a pretty nice season coming up. We'll get into that later. But uh, 49ers need a receiver. And on to Seattle, we're looking at uh, offensive line, B.J. Finney, two-year, $8 million. Jacob Hollister's back, Cedric Ogbue. They signed Greg Olson from, Seattle, uh, from Carolina, and then they got Philip Dorsett, which is a pretty underrating signing there. I like him as a wide receiver three. Uh, just looking at this offense, though, like it pretty much is locked in to what it's, we're going to be looking at for fantasy football this year. There's not going to be a need for them to draft a guy besides a fourth running back and maybe a fifth or sixth receiver. Uh, whoever they grab, I'll be interested in. The higher, the better. So, um, but yeah, man, this is looking like a pretty good offense already. Uh, maybe a backup quarterback's in store here, um, but nothing of the starter caliber is needed. So, uh, looks like Seattle's in good in a good spot. They're going to need to continue building that uh, that defense that they tore down uh, recently. On to Tampa Bay, 
top of top of Brady Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady's there on a one-year, $30 million deal. Offensive line, Joe Hag and Blaine Gabbard's back in town. Yay. Uh, but, yeah, man, Tom Brady's in town. Potentially could be drafting a quarterback at some point. I don't know if it's in their best interest, interest to do it uh, in the first uh, three rounds, but we'll see how they go. Um, I mean, I think they're going to be better off drafting a, a running back here to help Ronald Jones. I like Daryl Um He could be their James White, you know, this year. Um, TJ Logan and I mean they need a they need a third or fourth running back here on this list potentially one that could knock Ronald Jones and Dare down so if they draft a running back as early as round two we're super psyched and hoping it's uh, someone that we can use right away in fantasy uh, the wide receiver room could also use some help uh, we love Mike Evans we love Chris Godwin Scotty Miller is going to be a guy that you're going to have to probably get to know uh, the sooner the better he's got uh, he's got Julian Edelman vibes um, good speedy receiver. He does get downfield probably better than Edelman does, but he can play the middle. He's a little water bug guy. Uh, I like Justin Watson, but uh, Cyril Grayson, come on. We got to get uh, a, a Tom Brady, a fifth or sixth receiver here that can uh, that can make some noise. Tight end gr uh, group is fine. O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait. It's all going to be about uh, potential backup quarterback, uh, the air for Brady, and then uh, a running back that could uh, take this team over the top. But I think we're going to continue to see this team focus on offensive line and rebuilding that secondary. They had the best rush defense last year because they were just hemorrhaging yards through the secondary. So uh, if, they, if they look to go far in the NFC this year, that's where they have to spend their early draft capital. Um, so look for a defensive heavy draft with a running back. Um, Tennessee Titans. They got Derrick Henry back in town, Dennis Kelly on a nice three-year, $21 million deal. Ryan Tannehill's on a four-year, $118 million deal. And then another offensive lineman here. Uh, this team's going to be continued to, to be built around Derrick Henry. He was franchise tag, so there's not really a lot of commitment there. And then after Derrick Henry, like they need, they need running back. So we could potentially see them draft his replacement this year. Maybe a guy like DeAndre Swift, uh, Cam Akers. Uh, maybe like we're looking at like the third, fourth, fifth running backs off the board. So watch for that. This team's built to run. Ryan Tannehill is back. Logan Woodside's there. Maybe they draft a backup quarterback. I don't know. Um, the receiver room can use a little bit of help. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys are really nice top three receivers, but they did lose Tajay Sharp. Taiwan Taylor's also out of town. They need a fourth and fifth receiver. So if they spend, spend an early draft pick there, I'm interested. And then uh, we're going to see Johnu Smith take a step forward this year. Anthony Ferkser and Michael Pruitt are fine backups, so maybe they add another tight end. But, um, I mean, this team's probably going to be drafting a running back as early as day two and uh, probably adding a receiver or two to fill out the end of this depth chart. So um, I like where the Titans are at. They're still built to run. A.J. Brown's super fun. Um, but it, this pretty much is what we're working with this year, and we'll see what they – Based on what they do this year, that's going to tell us what they feel about Derrick Henry um, and Corey Davis, to be honest. Corey Davis might find his way uh, out of uh, Tennessee soon. Uh, on to the Washington Redskins. And this is our last team, so this is exciting. We look at their additions here. J.D. McKissick on a two-year deal. They franchise tag Brandon Scherf. Wes Schweitzer on a three-year, $13.5 million deal to be guard. They traded for Kyle Allen. <laughs> And they got Peyton Barber on a two-year, $3 million deal and added Cody Latimer at receiver. So let's just look at this. I mean, they, this offense and this whole team needs a lot of juice, but they're not drafting a quarterback. Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith are there. That's fine for now. 
Kyle Allen's the backup there. That's cool. But the running back room looks pretty stacked. Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, Bryce Love, and J.D. McKissick, and Peyton Barber. So I would – they're probably not looking at running back. Uh, hopefully Darius, Darius Geis can stay healthy. Um, but this team needs receiver and tight end help. After McLaurin and Calvin Harmon, there's nothing there. So um, they, they could use – I mean, they could go first-round pick if they wanted to, but that would be a little too crazy. They pick too high. Uh, but a second-round receiver is likely. Um, I mean, they're probably looking at two receivers this draft. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, Jeremy Sprinkle, Hale Henkes, and Logan Thomas. I like Logan Thomas, but this team needs a starting tight end. So if if they take a tight end, I'm interested in him in dynasty formats. And uh, it's all about finding some complementary receivers for Terry McLaurin and Kelvin Harmon. Um, and then hopefully we can see some development out of uh, Dwayne Haskins this year. Darius Geis gets a little healthy, but this team needs to, they need to just invest in the trenches, get this defense a little better. Uh, I think they made some moves on defense that I liked. Let me see. Ronald Darby, Sean Davis, Thomas Davis, Kendall Fuller, uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, um, some good pieces there. So I don't know. I would expect this to be uh, another rebuilding offense of draft for this team. And uh, hopefully things turn around in the second year for Dwayne Haskins. Um, I think that's going to do it. We just completed our free agency review. I'm going to stop my screen share. You can check out the fantasyfellowship.com. I have that list of free agents there with the link to the NFL.com article. Um, I think I'm going to be lining up a basically the NFL draft preview. I'm trying to record something maybe this Sunday night, probably Monday. We'll see if I can get it out earlier. But uh, I don't know. Super exciting time. NFL draft is right around the corner. Free agency. There's still some big names out there, but the table has pretty much been set. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just super excited for the draft. Uh, I hope you all are staying healthy in this time. You got that stimulus money coming in. And um, yeah, man. Follow me on Twitter at the fellow KGB. Check out the website, uh, comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Peace. Have a good night. Good morning, day, whatever you need. Adios.